Blog Talk Radio. Is he your blood? Is he Chris? Is he that? Is he this? Did he do it? You know. It. Look. If I shoot you, I'm brainless. Different toilets, same shit. And I'm sick of explaining it. I'm waiting on the raining. My nigga is a plaintiff. Yeah, I know what you thinking. Fucked up, ain't it? I should have known better. And I plan to. But dog, they be taking me out of my zone like a nigga with a handle. I sat back and watched it. Put the gas back in the closet. I try to tie my hands like an Iraqi hostage. That nigga take shots at me. No response. I just flip and pop my collar like the fawns. You give a nigga a footy, take you one step beyond. To try to play you twice, the third time is the charm. You want to conversate with the writer of the Quran? Or oh, testament, don't testament. I know what y'all thinking, dick. Pause. Your future's my past. I've been here before. I know when you're scheming. I feel when you plot. And I got mental vision, intuition. I know where you're going. I read your mind's navigational system. Everybody whispering. Whispering. Streets is talking. Niggas is gossiping. Bitches calling your shit. What's the cause of it? I need to know. It's the streets of Stalk the Sports Talk Show with a twist of hip hop. I'm your host, L Boogie. I got the dream team with me. T Row, Styles the Guy, ICE, and the engineer will be bringing you the fun. OG the Buck. We the dream team. It's Wild Out Wednesday. We in the building, baby. Hey man, I want to give a shout out to my man, Coach Bryce, down there at West Palm Beach, who listening live. You know what I mean? We're getting a lot of West Palm Beach listeners down there, man, who be want to listen to the streets. What's the deal, bro? You in the building, man. What is your dream team on this Wild Out Wednesday? You know your boy has to make it today, man. How everybody doing? It's Wednesday. Trying to get this humping in. You know what I mean? I can't wait. Shout out to my son, Chris Jr. Just got back from Puerto Rico. Had a few games. Average about 10. Uh, 10 points and about 6 or 6 while he was out there. So welcome back, baby. I'll see you a little bit later on. I don't know if you're going to Colorado first or if you're coming straight to the crib for the next couple of weeks, but we'll see the young uh, the young uh, Bryce Mello come in, you know what I mean? I can't wait. And, uh, yeah, boo, how's it going, man? When you ready to get into this Wild Out Wednesday, man? Oh, man, you already know it's Wild Out Wednesday, man. We're going to start off already. I'm wilding out. I'm very upset. The fight, before I wanted to see the fight, you know what I mean? My man Earl Spence, is, his eye um, has got injured. So now he's been replaced by my man, Mr. Yukas. And he's going to fight Pac-Man on the 21st. I'm just going to ask you this, Ro. Does this prolong what I, the fight I really want to see, the mega fight with Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence Jr.? Man, is this going to prolong this now that he's hurt his eye? Um, you know, Pac-Man was next, and then I guess after Pac-Man, he was going to fight Crawford. So I just want to ask you, is this going to uh, put a, a, a kind of like a hope on that whole process for a while? I don't, I don't know about you, Boomix, but, you know, every time we start talking about Manny, Pacquiao, Mr. Pac-Man, 
there's always something causing him to either prolong or cancel or have to do it again, have trilogies and all this good stuff. You know, man, I just, I mean, I just don't understand how we keep talking about Manny Pacquiao fighting for a title. That's what I can't understand. I don't, I mean, I understand that he still want to fight and everything, but damn, every time we talk about Manny Pacquiao, he's fighting for a belt. And so, yeah, you're right. Earl Spencer had that eye injury. Something wrong with his orbital that they discovered in his left eye. I don't know why you couldn't find that out uh, when you counseled the fight the first time. We were supposed to have it last month in July. But whatever you did, you found out what it is. And now you bring in a dude from Cuba. You are Dennis Ugas. Who in the hell know who this guy is? I mean, I really don't know who he is, but one thing I hope for sure in this 147-pound weight division, I know these boys hit hard, and they hit swift, boomings. You know what I'm saying? So I think these boys here, even though I don't know him, you know, I know more of a Manny Pac-Man, which I will be pulling for, but, I mean, I'm just glad we're going to have boxing. You know what I mean? Because after this fight, it really gets nasty through the rest of the year of 2021 because the heavyweights get to fight two after this. So, you know, I'm just, I'm like you, man. I'm upset. I wanted to see Earl Spence and Manny Pacquiao. But to answer your question more directly, hell yeah, this prolonged the the, the process to see if, if Manny Pacquiao still has it. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, what is it going to take? Another year or two before Earl Spence can have a fight? You know, this reminds me of good old Sugar Ray Leonard when uh, Tom Turns was putting it on that eye. And, you know what I mean? Marvin Hagel putting it on that eye. He had to get that surgery, you know what I'm saying? But when he came back, you know, he did pretty cool, but still had to have that surgery. So I'm just going to say, yes, sir, it does prolong it. And why it's always Manny Pacquiao? I have no idea. This this is a trip to me now that we're talking about Manny Pacquiao and another fight being counseled or he has a replacement to fight. So I will say this. I guess they just want him to win the belt. So when they do fight the real fight, it'll be worse something. I'm just saying. I don't know. But believe me. And what happened? Earl Spence had to take a back seat because of an eye injury, going to have surgery. On next Wednesday, what's going down with this fight, man? It's just letting the world know we really didn't want this fight anyway. This fight stands in the way of Earl Spence Jr. and Terrence Crawford. Let's just get to that. I don't want to get to (laughs) – I don't want none of this other stuff that's going on uh, with Manny Pacquiao. He's, as Tupac would say, he's flabby like Holmes. No disrespect to you, Manny. You're a great fighter. But it's, it's, time, to, it's time to go now. Uh, but he's been doing it for so long in so many weight classes and has so many belts. So, um, I, me personally, will I get to fight now? No. But I'll watch no. it later on. I'll watch it later <laughs> on, you know, how we, how we, you know, we in the street so we can't discuss how we get to fight. But I will watch it, but I need to see the Earl Spence fight. When he comes off an eye injury 
And we know he's going to have another fight before that as a tuna fight to get to Terrence Crawford, man. I really need to see that. Nothing else. Now, Earl Spence, now he's probably going to probably fight Sean Porter or whatnot. I mean, not Earl Spence, but uh, Terrence Crawford as a tune-up to see if he is that. Now, just think if he lose, will he? Now, when we see the fight, we want to see. So, it's all up in the air. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I, I really do want to see that that fight. Uh, but we're probably going to have to wait another year and a half to see um, Earl Spence and, and Terrence Crawford. Let me ask you this, Ro. Uh, two things before we get the break, squeeze them in. Bobby Bowden, man, died at 91. Ah. Won a couple of national championships at Florida State. Ah. Um, great coach, great mentor to some. What is your, you know, what is your thing about Bobby Bowden, uh, his legacy, as as he oh, as right. he, uh, you know, says resting with the ancestors that we were saying in the street. Yeah, man. I first of all, let me say, man, when I first seen the news, yeah, you were the first person that came to mind because I know how big of a Florida State Seminole fan you are, and for the streets, for the people in the asylum that don't know, this boy been rocking with the Florida State Seminoles for a very, very long <laughs> time. We were in college when I first met him. I was like, how can you be from the Midwest East Coast, but you like Florida State? That don't even make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? But uh, after, you know, kicking it with my big brother and learning and understanding, you know, who his favorite teams are, I mean, damn. He, I thought, man, he don't show no love to y'all at home, so y'all should have did something better when he was younger. But, you know, <laughs> uh, but he's always been a Florida State Seminole fan. And for uh, Warwick Dunn, Charlie Ward, Peter Warwick, and I'm just talking about offensive guys. If I start off on defense, it's going to take too long. He had prime time. He had only, okay, I'm going to stop with just that one, okay, because y'all know who he had. And it's unfortunate that Coach Bobby Bowden only won two titles his whole time when he was at Florida State with the teams that he that he had. You know, that was the back-to-back season when Wyatt left against Miami. I know you fell. I, I know my big brother was on the ground because I had to help him up one year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but they finally was able to get that, that first victory with Charlie Ward and Warwick Dunn being the tailback. I mean, that was a hell of a team. And they, they did it for Coach Bobby Bowden. And I'm just glad that he was able to earn the titles because it would have been sad for a coach of his magnitude to not have won a national title being at a powerhouse called Florida State where he eventually ended up being. So, um, you know, I know he lived a long and, and, and a nice life. Uh, being 91 and, and have it all come to an end, you can see all the, the – outpouring love and that all the players and even non-players, all the reporters that have talked about Coach Bowden, and, you know, it, it's cool to hear stories from other people that, you know, you really, you see them every weekend, but you don't get the, you don't get the knit and grit. And then when, when somebody passes, then they, they share stories with you. And I've been hearing all kinds of stories. I'm like, man, Coach Bowden, man, he was a man. Why didn't I go to Florida State? I could have went and played football at Florida State shit but um you know uh i want to give a big shout out to all the uh 
players who had an opportunity to be coached by Coach Bobby Bowden, to all the players who had an opportunity to just sit down and have a conversation with Coach Bowden. You know, uh, yeah, man, I know it's it's a tough one. Uh, yeah, you know, you, you like certain people uh, during their journey and you just hope that they can get it done before it's all said and done. And that's when I fell in love with Coach Bobby Bowden because he was going through a man, it was some rough years before. It was like Mike, watching Mike get beat up by the Pistons and the Celtics until he was finally able to earn that first title, you know what I mean? And uh, to hear him passing this week, yeah, that was a, that was a tough blow to me uh, early this early that morning on Monday. But, you know, y'all will be good, El Boogie. You know, they, gonna, mm-hmm. they definitely going to put up and name something after him real quick. So, you know, I know you got a lot of nice stories about Coach Bobby Bowden. Uh, but, yeah, man, I want you to know that I, I ended I ended up eventually loving the dude just for everything that he did for the game of college football and your squad, Florida State. And I want y'all to know something. When the college game first came out, yeah, it was only two teams that we played with. It was Florida State and Colorado. <laughs> I just want y'all to know that. So, uh, yeah, Boogie, what's your thoughts about your – you know, yo, coach, man, good old coach Bobby Bowden, who, who passed away early this week, man. <sighs> man, the one thing I love about Coach Bowden was that he just gave guys opportunity. Guys from my neck of the woods, from our neck of the woods, I should say, um, just an opportunity to not only live out our dream, but to maybe get a college degree, something that that some youth, inner city youth, could never obtain, could never reach. Bobby Bowden, when he lost those games, the composure that he had, that's what also drew me to Bobby. I mean, even through losses, he smiled, and it was heartbreaking. Um, a couple, couple, you know, field goals here or there. We could be talking about four or five national championships compared to uh, the U. So just by inches, we're not known as a big dynasty. We're known to get guys to the NFL and be top five. But winning it all, I mean, it's very hard to do. But I just want to say thank you to Bobby Bowden for making me want to cheer for Florida State. Um, <laughs> along with, like I said, me living in Ohio. I love, I love, I like, I love O State as well. Um, I like O State, I should say. Um, but I love. Those simmers. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It's the Just say prime time back here, man. With the gold, no doot, gold track. The, the, you know, the no diamond rings, Versace glasses, you know. <laughs> My boy was super clean over there in Florida State, man. Hey, man, we're going to dedicate this to my man, Bobby Bowden. Because, you know what I mean? Life's a. You know, so shout out to old Bobby B and the Seminole family. When we come back, we talking NFL football. We talking NBA Summer League. The top 25 college uh, poll has came out. We own it. It's ah. the street. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. Street. Something must have got in us since all of us turn to sin and snap some Resting in pieces, some are sitting in San Quentin Others such as myself are trying to carry on tradition Keeping this rough for us and speak ghetto weapons and fighters Cause it provides with the proper insight to guide us Even though we know somehow 
essence of adolescence leaves my body now impression. My physical frame is celebrated cause I made it. One quarter through life, some garlic like things created. Got rhymes, 365 days, annual plus some. Load up the mic and bust one. Cuss while I punch from my soul cause it's pain and my brain vein. Money maintained, no go against the grain, simple and plain. When I was younger, this I used to do my thing hard. Robbing foreigners, take their wallets, they jewels and rip their green cards. Zip to the project, flashing my quick cash. And got my first piece of ass smoking blunts with hash. Now it's all about cash and abundance. Niggas I used to run with is rich. You're doing years in the hundreds. I switched my motto. Instead of saying fuck tomorrow, that buck that bought a bottle could have struck the lotto. Once I sit on the block, loose cracks, reduce stacks. I cooked up and cut small pieces to get my loot back. Time is ill-matic. Keep static like wool fabric. Pack of formatic to crack your whole cabbage. Life's a bitch and then you die. That's why we get high. Cause you never know when you're gonna go. Life's a bitch and then you die. That's why we puff lies. Talking sports talk show with a twist of hip hop from a street perspective. It's Wild Out Wednesday. I'm your host, Dale Boogie. I got T Rose, Styles the God, ICE, and the engineer, super producer, OG the Buck, who bringing you the funk. We in the building, baby. We've been talking about old Bobby Bowden. Your legacy he left behind at Florida State. Hopefully we can continue and bring that back up, man. We we not looking too good right now. Um, so last three four years we haven't even finished in the top twenty five and been changing coaches. So hopefully his he can sprinkle some of that that good old legacy on the program. Earl Spence has been this has been uh, replaced. In his quest yeah. of a title of Manny Pacquiao, they will not mm-hmm. fight August 21st. It will be my man from Cuba, Mr. Ugas. Um, he's going to take his place in, uh, on, the, on the fight card. So now, let's get to this top 25 real quick. Wrote just a top five. Just a quick note. Um, it's just the usual suspects, really, so to speak. Alabama, Clemson. Oklahoma, Ohio State, Georgia. Um, Alabama got all the first-place votes. Oklahoma got two first-place votes. They're at three. Out of those top four, do you see any of those guys dropping out? Five is Georgia. Six is Texas A&M. Notre Dame, seven. Do you see any of those guys uh, losing their spot in this play, in this playoff? Or are you going to think they're going to hold their spot the whole year? Well, before we get to that, El Boogie, for all the people in the streets that want to, uh, you know, back, you know, go back and forth with your boys, tag team, you know what I mean? Give us a call, man. 515-605-9370, man. That's where you can find your boys in the streets, man. We always ready for something. But you know El Boogie in that top five. You know that it's going to be some movements and some rearrangements when the season starts. The only teams you named were teams that were in the SEC or the Big T. 
Hell, we know Clemson don't have nobody to play in the ACC. So we know what they're going to do. Oklahoma, I mean, hell, we know they're going to be all right. But it's going to be some moving pieces. Because you forgot to talk about Iowa State, who's at number eight. I didn't even realize that Iowa State was that good coming in. I know they ended the season real well last year. But, damn, to be number eight behind Notre Dame, let me know it's going to be some more moving pieces within that within that conference. Come on, man. Wisconsin, Iowa, Indiana. Hey, you know that y'all are about to really see some moving pieces in the Big Ten. The SEC always has something to say, but in the end, you know who we're going to see playing for the national title. It's going to be the number one team. Alabama, whether they have a loss, whether they do not have a loss. Somehow, some way, Mr. Nick Saban and the Rolling Tide going to find themselves in that national college playoff game when it comes down to the first weekend in January. You know it ain't going to be no secret, Boogie. Are you surprised that they got 24 out of the 26 top votes to be number one for the season? Hell no, because they that damn good. They say they are a small NFL team. That's all they are. They're just a big college team. <laughs> That's all it is. Nick Saban make more money than, than some of the coaches that, that coach in the NFL. So uh, we know what's going to happen. Alabama somehow, some way will find them themselves within the college playoff title game. It's just up to everybody else to try to hold their stance. If anybody can do it, it's going to be Georgia because they used to play Nick Saban and the type of, you know, these those, those games are classics. So we already know. You know it's Auburn, Alabama every year. Something crazy happens. So you know it's going to be some moving pieces, man. Come on now. Do you Boogie, talk to me. Do you think the top five gonna hold? Or you think they're gonna be some moving pieces? Because I I'm just saying Alabama got a tough ass schedule this season. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna I don't think no team is gonna move. This is gonna be the first time in years that I don't think the only teams that's that's probably gonna move is because of the reputation of the S of the SEC and they get to beating uh some ranked teams. And their conference is Georgia. They might jump up in there, um, maybe ahead of of uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma pushes Clemson down because of the, the strength of conference. Um, but I, I, I still see uh, those five competing for the playoffs. I don't see I don't see Texas A and M, Notre Dame, Iowa State, North Carolina, and Cincinnati, which is not a Power Five team. I don't even see them coming in and playing for the playoffs. It's a long shot. But those five teams is 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 uh is it for me. I don't really see anybody moving. Excuse me. Uh as the season progresses, of course we probably will have some upsets and it'll make me look bad. But the top five I think they're gonna stand still and it's gonna be them. I don't see anybody else. Let's hop to the to the uh NFL real quick. 
We got some games on the marquee tomorrow and Friday. And, Ro, I want to ask you, you know, tomorrow game, you got Philly, Pittsburgh, uh, New England, Washington. Um, what's going to intrigue you about those two games, man? Both teams, um, I should say, especially New England and uh, who is that? Uh, Washington. Washington. They, you know, they got they got new quarterbacks, man. So I'm just asking you, what do you think is going to, you know, what's going to happen week one in the NFL preseason? I want to see, I want to see how many snaps Cam gonna take because I know he ain't gonna take many, but I know that boy Chase Young may just hurt somebody in the first quarter that, you know, he ain't going to play long either. Um, you know, they always had the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles playing the preseason. Sometimes they play in the regulars. But I don't see the starting quarterbacks getting too much time. But Philly uh, is another team that's trying to figure it out, trying to see who's going to be their starting quarterback. Uh, hopefully Jalen Hurts can be uh, that guy that they point the finger to to start the season. But you know, Big Ben, it's it's the same old, same old. We ain't going to see too much of those guys, but I do know this. Uh, Chase Young will be playing tomorrow, and Lord have mercy. Somebody better be watching their backside. Ah, that's all I'm going to say, man. I, I'm going to give it up to Chase Young. That's, damn it. That boy's just good. <laughs> Him and Aaron Donald, them boys just good, man. You can't hate on them for nothing. So I'll be looking for Chase Young. Like I said, it's all about the quarterbacks. For me, uh, for New England, I saw what Pittsburgh did against us last week. So I know Big Ben may he may even play two series, if that. But you'll see a whole bunch of backup quarterbacks for Pittsburgh. For Philly, once again, I just want to see if Hurts going to earn the starting position for that one. But, you know, if not, we'll definitely get to see, uh, you know, a Buckeye playing a lot of minutes tomorrow. What you what you think about these games tomorrow on Thursday? Washington, New England, and then those uh, the Philly and the Steelers game. Well, I'm I'm with you on that. Um, I'm going to turn my attention also because we come on Saturday. For those who don't know, we come on Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern time as well. We'll talk about those games that'll be that's going to be played on Saturday and Sunday. And uh, because I know all a lot of our co-hosts, they want to know what the Browns are going to do seeing that they are from Cleveland. But I'm very interested to see the tight end, Mr. Pitts, from the Falcons, if he gets any snaps uh, Friday. Very interested to see the Cardinals um, uh, with the new – with their new defense, defensive ends. I don't know if they're going to play. I know uh, Dak probably won't play. I'm also interested to see um, – what the Lions, what my man from the Lions going to do, uh, the new quarterback who just left the uh, Rams, if he's going to come over and do something with the Lions. But, you know, with with these preseason games, a lot of teams aren't going to rush it or whatnot. But I want to ask you this real before we go to break and we, and we go to our last segment, which is the NBA. The Houston, Te- the Houston Texans, they're in a pickle right now with Deshaun Watson. They haven't practiced with him in five days at one point in time. He just came back. I don't think he's traveling with the team this weekend to uh, to play in a preseason game. So I, I just want to ask you, if you're the – matter of fact, they play my, my Packers uh, Saturday. 
Uh, so I'm just asking you, what would you do in this situation with Deshaun Watson, knowing that the situation might not end next February 2022? Um, do as we do as planned right now. Uh, we all know the saying, next man up. So right now we already know that the Houston Texans are preparing themselves to start the season without Deshaun Watson as the starting quarterback. Uh, it's nothing different. So what we're going to see are a lot of quarterbacks that have a roster spot right now get some playing time. And hopefully one of these guys would be able to uh, rise and shine to the occasion and be able to help Houston be uh, a contender or at least a competitor within just the division. Hell, we ain't even got to talk about the conference. The AFC is loaded. So um, we just got to – for me, I would just go as planned. This is – you already knew uh, what was going to happen when the season ended last season, that you weren't going to have Deshaun Watson, whether it was going to be by trade or if it was going to be by this legal situation that he's caught himself up in. So. Uh, go as planned. I wouldn't change a thing, boo. Uh, if they do, then that's one thing. They might not win a game this season. They try to start changing. It's a lot of people that have left the Houston Texans and still won't out. So um, it's going to be tough for the Houston Texans. But at the same time, I wouldn't change a thing. I'm going as planned. This is what we already know. So, uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson got himself in. You know, he. He damn near hung himself <laughs> with 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 a small rope El Boogie that's barely tieable to tie in a full knot around his neck. So yeah, man, that's that's my thoughts, man. What you what you think? Houston in trouble? Deshaun Watson gonna be back to play in the season? The Houston gonna keep him and they gonna trade him? What's about to happen in Houston, big brother? Uh, this is a very sticky situation, not only for. For 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 Deshaun Watson is for the organization because the fans are going to have to go through this. They're going to have to endure this pain that's going to happen. They don't want to. He doesn't want to play for the organization. However, his trade value is up in the air because he has 22 allegations. So, does he? Do, do you put him in uniform? And he sits the bench. Do you have him, you know what I'm saying, in the press box or just away from the team? It's a very, very sticky situation with Deshaun Watson. And me, per se, um, I tell Deshaun, just stay home. We'll pay you. Just stay home. Can't have you on the team right now. There's too much going on. I cannot have you on my team, and we will get find you a new place once these legal allegations is over. So um, the best thing for Deshaun Watson is continue to work at his craft, make sure he's healthy, and uh, save his money because who knows if they're going to want to uh, take some of it back if he's found guilty of these allegations and want their money. When we come back... We're going to talk to Kay Cunningham's Jalen Green rival already, early. Hey, man, 
If you want to listen to us after the show, podcast, blogtalkradio.com, category sports, search box, the streets is talking. And don't forget, world, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. Shout out to the chef, D-Mac. I'll see you, baby. One of them pressure first. Street niggas still I get checked for first. I'm for peace, but before I get pressed, I murk. Better days, pray for, but expecting worse. At this level, boy, shit, I'm just less concerned. Cruising in the six, looking at the proceeds to rap music on my wrist. Drop another mixtape, my shit booming out this bitch. Young Malcolm, I'm the leader of the movement out this bitch. Look, and this is what it feels like. Reaching level makes you question, is it real life? All the weed good, all the pussy real tight. And the only rule, keep your dollar bills and right. what it feels like. And this is what it feels like. This is what it feels like. And this is what it feels like. Scorpion bricks, way before Orbeez double disc, 40 on my lap, clap, sound like 40 did the mix, filtered bass, sip coat, like a Michelin star chef, chef, kiss to my wrist, I go dummy with my left, I arrest on my dick, try to audit all my checks, too late, you know they hate when you become more than they expect, you let them crack a storm, your capital put their feet up on your desk, and yet you talking tough to me, I lost all my little respect, I'm selling weed, in the open, bringing folks home from the feds, I know the payback gon' be me, I'm saving all my little bread, pray for me, y'all, one day I'ma have to pay for these thoughts, real niggas is extinct. It ain't safe for me, my dog. They killing niggas in they own hood. That makes sense to you at all. You burnt your bridge to the other side. You know you can't swim across. Y'all know niggas can't swim. They fried Mike after he died. Y'all know niggas can't win. You never land on your side. I arrived on the day Fred Hampton got murdered. Hold up. Assassinated just to clarify further. With y'all gave birth is the chairman mixed with Jeff Force. Big step on the jet with my legs crossed. Black stones on my neck. Y'all can't kill Christ. Black Messiah is what I feel like. Shit ain't gon' stop cause y'all spill blood We gon' turn up even more since y'all kill blood this is what it feels like It's the streets of talk, the sports talk show with a twist of hip hop From the street perspective, it's Wild Out Wednesday I'm your host, I got T-Ro, I got style of the guy, I-C-E And the engineer who keep bringing you the funk, man OG the fuck. We in the building, baby. Shout out to my man Rock. I saw him down at First Energy Stadium uh, Sunday afternoon. Oh, yeah. If you wanted to see somebody or you wanted to do something to somebody, all you got to do is what go to one like. of the Browns games. You're going to find somebody you ain't seen in a while. What it feels like. <laughs> you know when the team high rolls. And, and you know, and this is you what it know somebody owes you $20, just go to a Browns game right now. And this is what it feels like. Go to a tailgate party. You're fine. And this is what it feels like. Oh, man. I saw, hey, I saw Rock. I saw D-Mac, man, down there at the, at the, uh, at First Energy, man. Took a picture with my guys, man, and, uh. You know, had a, had a great time, man. It was a great time. So, uh, shout out to everybody that was, you know, down there and that was safe. Well, let's get off into this NBA, man. And everybody's talking about the summer league. And I, I want to ask you, um, guys been balling the summer league, Kay Cunningham, uh, 
Jalen Suggs threw up 20, over 20 the other day. Um, you know, Jalen Green says he's had a chip on his shoulder and he's kind of upset he wasn't chosen at number one. So I'm just going to ask you, man, um, are you impressed by these guys in the summer league so far? Street! Hell yeah! It's some little dudes playing in the summer league that I didn't know, and some of them will get recognized right now. If y'all ain't seen some of these up here, I like some of these dudes get one. I'm not talking boogie just dunked on. These dudes getting nasty. <laughs> these boys, these boys making real uh, highlight posters on these dudes, man. I'm just saying. Some of these guys I really did not know. And, I mean, I'm happy that the Summer League started as early as it did because it gives me an opportunity to really know who these guys are and remember where they are when the October, November months come around. Because uh, it's going to be – I mean, there's some teams out there that really have a lot of good young talent. You know what I'm saying? Uh I think, was it earlier yesterday or day before? Did I see Cole Anthony uh, and Jalen Suggs on the same team for a lot? I forgot about Cole Anthony. Damn. Like, you look at some of this, this young talent, and you know some of, the, you know some of these names. And, I mean, Cole Anthony was only the number one player in the class that he, that he came out of. And you get Jalen Suggs, who was the number two player in the class that he came out of. I mean, it's just. It's just crazy, man. And then what Kay Cunningham is doing, Kay don't even look like he's trying. It just looks like it comes easy for that for that kid. Uh, Jalen Green yesterday, he's just special. That's what I was. I'll, you know, we knew he was the number number two player behind Kay coming out of high school, but damn, I wish he would have went to college because this dude is nasty. Like what he was doing. Yesterday, I know he wanted to prove a point yesterday, but, man, when I say this kid here is a he's a highlight reel, man. He's going to be something very, very nasty to deal with real soon. And I'm glad that I know where he is right now because Houston got four players. They don't have just one player. They got four players who are 19 years old when the season will begin. Come on, man. You just – Come on, man. These dudes, it's about to be some a whole lot of highlights. <laughs> they need to turn the top 10 to the, turn, uh, to, to the top 20, Boomix, because uh, these boys are doing something nasty. And it's it's some guys that you don't even know yet. You, you're about to get ready to know them. You don't even know these guys yet. So uh, I know it's in Vegas, and you know it's hot down here, Boo. What you think about the NBA Summer League? So I, and your boy went off the other day. Hey, salute to my boy from Florida State. You said he was going to do something crazy, but, yeah, he went out the other day. What's up with the Summer League, baby? The NBA Summer League means absolutely nothing for Boogie. The Summer League means absolutely nothing. You recall, you, you won't hear about none of these guys, most of these guys, when the season starts. Let's be honest. So many guys we won't even hear. Remember when Lonzo Ball and that high flyer kid from Michigan was playing with them? We don't even hear about that guy anymore. 
We <laughs> thought he was going to be balling down there with Zion Williams, uh, Williamson and, and Lonzo balling and Ingram. We thought they was going to be balling. Yes, my man Scotty went off. And I, am I impressed? No. No, I'm not. Uh-huh. Because like I told like I told him, he texted me, said, Coach, what you think? Guess what I told him? I hit him with the T row. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I my thing with the summer league is the game's a little faster, yes, you'll you know, the the, the rookies they'll get, you know, acclimated to this to the pace and the space or whatnot. But October and November when it's when the game is fifteen when the when guys who are really gonna be on a roster is gonna play. Because you see so many turnovers and everybody's trying to you know, show what they got. It's like playing up at the wreck, man. It's it's like playing right. at the cliff, man. Down there in Dallas, you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's like playing at the good know. effort in the land. So uh they just trying to get there at this point. But I did like the comments of Jalen Green and what he said about he should have been pick number one. And my man is really has a chip on his shoulder, but he ain't saying it. But I'm going to say it for him. I think he should be talked about more. I'm going to start a campaign. Hashtag beam me up, Scotty. Let's move on. All right. Your boy Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder, he just signed a $5.9 million one-year deal with the Boston Celtics. He turned down $81 million in March with the Lakers. What do you think about this deal with Dennis Schroeder getting over there to the Celtics, man? What happened? Uh, I know it's going to be a lot of people that want, that don't want to listen to what I'm about to say, but it's LBJ, man. You know who run the muckle around there. And Schroeder, too, look. <laughs> Give a damn if you French, what kind of attitudes you got? That's six eight two sixty you look at it. That boy slap the shit out of you when you go you gonna take a seat. So, uh, I don't think Dennis Schroeder was a fit or, or that fit for the LA Lakers. Uh we are yet to see what Russell Westbrook is gonna be like, uh, returning home, uh, and putting on the purple and gold. But I'm not surprised that Dennis Schroeder that Dennis Schroeder isn't a, a L.A. Laker uh, going into the new NBA season. He, every, we talked about this on the show during the, during the season. You can see it. I mean, he oh, he all right, but, I mean, he okay, let's say this. He can do what he can do if he just don't play for the Lakers because we didn't see him really get down in some games. But you, when you when you messing with LeBron, and you mess with AD, you know that you you got to know what your role is. And I don't think he knew what his role is completely. And so, you know, just looking at the the, the past big three that LeBron has just played on. First, you have D Wade and Chris Bosh, and then you go back, and then you got Kyrie Irving, and at the time, Kevin Love. I mean, damn, I mean, you're just getting Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> and AD, I mean, God, come on, man, that's just that's not cool at all. I mean, but uh, I will say, when you have a big three that LeBron has, yeah, you ain't when LeBron is playing chess and moving the pieces, 
you don't have an opportunity to, uh, yeah, don't don't worry about that, player. You, we're going to make sure you go somewhere cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think it was one of them things where LeBron was like, yo, don't even worry about it, man. You, 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 you can just go somewhere else and shine. That's what I personally think because I think LeBron, everywhere he goes, runs the show. It's not about the coaches. It's all about LeBron. So um, I think that's what eventually happened because I, I did hear this. Boom. I don't know if you heard this, but this is what I was told. In the street, the Lakers organization had a deal set for Buddy Hill. Only thing Buddy Hill had to do was sign the paperwork. But LeBron and AD came into the office, kicked those style. Hey, let me in there, bitch. No, nah, don't you do it. Everybody pressed pause. And they went and got Russell Westbrook. So that's what happened. In the street. I just want y'all to know that if you, if you haven't heard it, you heard it here first because you're going to hear the story come out later on. I'm just saying. But that's what happened. So, L. Book, do you think that the Lakers got what they need? You got you think LeBron got what he needs? You think it's all good, said and done? Should we go ahead and put the stamp on the envelope and call it a day? Oh, shout out to the Green Eyed Bandit, man. The Green Eyed Bandit, you know, he didn't just chimed in. So shout out to the Green Eyed old Zeke, man. You know, he on the road That's listening my to it. right there. <laughs> but I'm going to say this about the Los Angeles Lakers. When you have talent somewhere and another, like I said in the show before, somewhere you'll make it fit, especially for the regular season. I think they'll go through the West. Um one or two fighting, one, two or three fighting for that, for that number one seed. I just think for the playoffs, playoffs, I think that it's going to be very hard for those pieces to, to, to move in harmony. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. What? Dennis Schroeder, he had his, he had his chance. He had his chance to, to, to show and prove when LeBron went down and was kind of it was just him and LeBron. He had his chance to play for it for that contract. So that's why LeBron came in that office and said, "Hey man, we don't need Schroeder <laughs> or these guys, Buddy Hill, because remember, these guys aren't playoff tested, especially Buddy Hill. And this is LeBron's last chance, I think, to get one between this year and, and 2023. Uh, excuse me, 2021 20, and 22 and 22, 23. So. Um, it's gonna be very crucial for LeBron, but Dennis Schroeder going to the to the Celtics. I think good move for the Celtics. I think it'd be a great opportunity for Dennis the Menace to get back in good graces with some execs and maybe get an extension contract with some other teams following this year. I think he can help the Celtics um, scoring power that they may need uh, coming off that bench, man. So. Question Shout for out. You. Question for you. I'm listening. Better fit, Kimball Walker or Dennis Schroeder? We know Kimball didn't show up in Boston, but just off before he got to Boston. What you think? I think the coach is going to have to make it, <laughs> make it work. I think that them getting a new coach, is going to change the dynamics of how they play. So I right. think this fit is going to be good 
for the uh, Boston Celtics. I don't think that Kemba fitted the Celtics because he was he was shot first, and I think with the new coach, he's going to make Dennis Schroeder come off the bench and be that spark plug that they need. I don't think he's going to yeah. start, but I think he's going to come off the bench and be a great spark plug for the Boston Celtics, man. The league is loaded, man. The league is loaded. They got a little loaded. bit three. They got a little bit three. If, I mean, if Schroeder can bring it, you know, Schroeder, Tatum, and Brown. Oh, no. Oh, man. We're going to see, man. It's the Streets is Talking Sports Talk Show. From a street perspective, it's Wild Out Wednesday. I'm your host, Boogie. I got T-Row with me. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. When we come back, we're going to open up with the callers, man. We're going to see what they got to say. And as always, you better tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. Yeah. 
My closing message to represent the real you. Follow your dreams, aim high, and create the life you want to live. And to all those who have been judged prematurely because of their appearance, the way they speak, where they come from, and in the minds of many should be locked up in prison, I represent us. I'm forever more alive, locked up in the Candy Correctional Institution. Inmate number 336 in the Post Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, man. Edwin James did it for me, man. Oh, yeah, Ed. buddy. Ed did it for me. I love what he did, what he said, what he said about um, young men and the perception that, that, that people have about, uh, you know, people's appearance and judging them on appearance. I just thought he did a great job, man. I, I, I got to commend Edwin James on his speech. Um, Troy Palomalo did a great job. Of course, Peyton Manny did, but Adrian James, he touched the streets, man. I got to give it to him. Old Edge, man, he touched the streets. So, shout out to Old hey. Edge, man, and all the – I'm listening. Calvin Johnson talking about the reason why he retired so early and so young because of, you know, mental health and the things that some of the some, – of what some of us are going through, you know what I mean? It was really interesting to hear him talk about that as well, you know. But when you hear Edwin James and what you just played, you know, that was every day for us. That's every day. Still to this day. (laughs) They see you coming around the corner. Who is this dude? You know what I mean? Man. But when we start opening our mouths and articulating what they thought we were, Man, they, everything starts changing. Like, oh, okay. All right, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Don't look at me like that because I'm a little bit smarter than that. I hope you knew that. Well, if you didn't know, I'm about to show you. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Man, I, and the thing, reason why I like that because because I have a twang in my, in my, in my diction because I don't speak um, – as proper or articulated as what you want me to be or whatever the standard that is created by the, the higher-ups doesn't make me not smart or doesn't make me intelligent or doesn't make me a great person or great dad or great father. So I want to give them, them guys a shout-out. And like I said, my man, Edgen James, hell of a hell of a speech. So when we come back, man, we got, we got our big dummy of the day. And our shout-outs, man. I cannot wait. I'm telling you, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. You know what I mean? I'm going to send this one out to my man, Edwin James, man. All the guys down there in the South, man. You know what I mean? Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. Street! Nigga, fuck what you do If I told you cocaine numbers You would think I was 
from the South Sack G's, man. Like ball, I got a stack, big cheese, man. Bitch, say you want to show you got nine grand. I ain't rapping shit until my money in my hand. Stop taking motherfucker, that's where I stay. Getting money from your bitches every goddamn day. Big paper, I'm folding. Hold is on my motherfucking job for all the shit that I be holding. I hate chrome, me and show it. Especially the fools that take a side and act like my niggas don't know it. Kick it with the trio, nigga, so your best not trip. If you keep on popping shit, my niggas give me a clip. I'm the king of moving chickens, got them finger licking. Sticking niggas that be tricking, you need a swift kicking. Your ass is right for the pickings, now as my pocket sticking. I'm be thinking nickel clicking, you sick when I be clicking. Now take a look at the bigger nigga, my liquor swigger. Play a hater, ditch digger, figure my hair trigger. Give a hop one of your liver, you shiver, shake and quiver. I'm frivolous if a nigga get wetter than a river. For what it's worth, it's the birth of some niggas doing dirt. Fuck a protection off the dirt, make a push that hurt. Lift the master, hit the switch up faster. Then you keep a blitz of bastard, fuck your sister pastor, get the elbow for sale, yo brother better have my mail ho, before I catch a murder case to go to jail, oh hell no, time to bail, hit the trail so we can sell more, fucking yell, get the scale, no, other bullet duckers get shoved inside of this game, they better buck us, cause the clutches, they love us, make them glass dick suckers, shake they jelly like smokers, I hit like non chuckers, cause your Texas bring the ruckus, it's for my motherfuckers, cooking cheese, some crooked cheese, rocking up on the keys to get to hook with ease, Wanna be, get on your knees, pull a squeeze from them hk one threes from here to overseas. We do what we please, don't trip as we flip. Light up a dip, I'm breaking them out from the hip to your lip. Go at that boy, tip that nigga, bud rip. With one clip, soon as a gun flip. Now I done whipped out my morelis, flying through your belly, belly, and some smelly red jelly is dripping out of your belly. Surf them up like a jelly, just on my cellular telly. Hotel it like it's going out of style. You can't see me, Marcus, so have a motherfucking tweet and a smile. It's the streets, it's talking sports talk show with a twist of hip-hop from a street perspective. I'm your host, L Boogie. We got I.C.E., Styles the God, T-Row, and the engineer who always bringing you the funk. You know what I mean? OG the Buck. We in the building, baby. Hey, man, before we get to the, you know what I mean, dummy of the day, we find we got ICE in the building. ICE, you in the building, baby? Yeah, I'm in here for a minute. What's good, baby? Oh no man, I just want to ask you one. I, I just want to ask you one quick question, man. Before we get to the big dummy of the day, I want to ask you. You know, guys are doing kind of you know what they're doing their thing in the summer league. Do you put a lot of stock in summer league? Or do you just wait for the for the preseason and regular season? Or is it or is the summer league a big deal? Oh yeah, I think I think it's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Because if you come in there and you bust, they're gonna talk about you. But if you come in there, and you do your thing, like you're number one player. Uh, you should, I, I feel it, 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 it helps it helps the players out to get that feel, of the NBA atmosphere. Because a lot of those guys are playing in the G League. You know, played in the pros or been in camp. So these guys you know, know the deal on these things. So, yeah, I think it's a big deal to, to show out. 
in a in a, in a summer league game. I think it is. Streets. T. Rowe agrees with you. He says that this is a big thing. I say it means nothing. It means nothing. Guys come in and tear up the summer league, get to the regular season. You don't even hear about them. That's man, listen. We've been talking about Bobby. We've been talking about Bobby. We've been talking about Bobby Bowden and how he's uh went to the ancestors man at ninety one. Shout out to Bobby Bowden. We talked about the Earl Spence fight has been he has been replaced by a young man from Cuba, Mr. Ugis. Ugis, I'm sorry, he'll be fighting Pac-Man. And I just want to know, when will we see Earl Spence Jr. and Terrence Crawford? I know the world is waiting on that. We've been talking NFL preseason games today and tomorrow, um, what we're looking at. And uh, we also talked about Hall of Fame speeches. I know you're in the, into this. Also, I was it anybody in particular whose speech, who you watched it, who you really sat in and, t- and honed in on, it was like, man, I, I really was inspired by that speech. Uh, not really. Not really. There One for me, the state manager, he's a silly guy. All the guys who got in there were deserving so. So uh, I didn't see no great speech like a Michael Urban or Deion Sanders or, you know, those type of speeches. I've seen some good speeches like normal speeches, but those guys should have got in there anyhow. You know, Drew, well, I'm going to say Drew Pearson. I'm going to say Drew Pearson. So Drew Pearson, Drew Pearson maybe should have been in there years ago, okay, years ago. So I, I think that's the biggest one for me. He should have been there years ago, and I thought his speech was the most inspiring speech out of all of them. Streets. Now, it's that time of the show, Ice. You come in right on time. We're doing the big dummy of the day. And today, for August 11th, I'm going to tell you, Ice, the big dummy of the day goes to Dennis Schroeder and Dennis Schroeder agent. You had a chance to sign a four-year, $81 million deal in March, and you turned it down to yourself, and you couldn't even cash checks that you signed. So for August 11th, 2021, Dennis Schroeder, and I hope you fired your agent, you are the big dummy of the day on the street. You big dummy. You big dummy. You big dummy. You big cold-blooded dummy. You big dummy. See what you did? Oh, no. You big dummy. I, you dummy! Yeah, you dummy. You passed all that up, and now you stuck with a five-year, with a one-year, five-point-nine million dollar contract. Oh my, man! He, he didn't have I no choice. Me. You act like he had a choice, boo. Man, he had a choice to take that extension. I tell you that. <laughs> I C E. I know you on the. I know you up against it. You got any any shout outs before we get out of here? Hey man, I got shout out to the Dream Team, to all the Hall of Famers that got in. 
Hey, man, look, man. I am a diehard Browns fan, and I am getting ready for the Cleveland Browns to shine this year, baby. Forget about basketball, Olympics, Hall of Fame. It's the Browns season. Let's go. <laughs> T-Roll, you got any shout-outs before we get out of here? Man, you know what it is. There's always love, man. want to give a shout-out to the Dream Team. SCG, the young one. That big brother, ICE. Of course, OG, the fuck, always holding it down. And to my big brother, Boo Mix, man. I want y'all to have a great rest of your week till I holler at you boys on Super Saturday. Uh, I got a special shout-out, man. Special shout-out to my pops, man. Uh, yeah, man. Counselor took over. Not doing as good as we thought, but, yeah, looks like we're going to take a trip. So I might be doing the show from the crib on Saturday, but we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, special shout-out to all the callers that called in. Green Eye Bandits and Chef. You know, everybody. T-Funk, I know y'all was listening. D-Mag, man, everybody. Y'all know we got love for y'all, man. And uh, I'm just glad y'all listening. Y'all keep us who we are, man. So uh, until Super Saturday... You know what I'm saying? And uh, ICE, don't be mad at your boy, but y'all going 79. All right, just, 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 just get ready to take that to the kid. Don't worry about that. Your boy going to be here to help you, pick you up when, you, when you're down. You know what I'm saying? That's how we get down in this Boo me. Who your shouts out to, baby? Man, I want to give a shout-out, man, to my man D-Mac. I want to give a shout-out to the Green Eye Bandit, man, Zeke. Shout out to Bujo. Shout out to the chef. Shout out to my man Bryce, also down in Florida listening to the show. You know what I mean? I want to shout out all my family that's mourning right now. Uh, We're going through our, our mourning period, man, for my cousin, Kenny Rooster Ray Jr. Um, his funeral is Saturday. Hopefully, I will be able to be on the show as well. But uh, yeah, his funeral is Saturday. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna send him off real well, man. The Meeks and uh, the Meeks Hudson and Ray family. So shout out to everybody that's you know what I mean, listen to the show, supporting the family. We appreciate you. Shout out to the Dream Team, T Row, I C E, Styles of God, O G the Fuck, Amen. As always, pictures rolling, keep inspiring us. And don't forget, go back to the blogtalkradio.com, Category Sports. If you want to listen to yourself or listen to us on some other shows, man, remember, it's blogtalkradio.com, Category Sports, and SDA. This streets is talking, sports talk show. You know what I mean? So, like I said, shout out to everybody that tuned in. Um, I know you didn't want to get on, but we appreciate you tuning in. And as always... Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. Street! I see you, Green Eye. Y'all ready for me? Picture me rolling roll call. You know, it's the motherfuckers out there I just could not forget about. I want to make sure they can see. Number one on my list, quitting correctional facilities. All you bitch ass, yo. Can you niggas see me from there? Balling on y'all punk ass. 
<laughs> Picture me rolling, baby. Yeah. All the niggas up in them cell blocks. I told y'all niggas when I come home or something. <laughs> That's right, nigga. Picture me rolling. Oh, I forgot. The DA. Yeah, that bitch had a lot to talk about, of course. Can the hoe see me from here? Can you see me, huh? Picture me rolling. And all you punk police, can you see me? Am I clear to you? Picture me rolling, nigga. Legit. Free like OJ all day. Can't stop me. You know I got my niggas up in this motherfucker. Manu, Pain, Sight, Mogo, Mogrin. Sad dog, sad. Can you picture us rolling? <laughs> Y'all ready for me? We about this bitch. Anytime y'all wanna see me again, rewind this track right here. Close your eyes. Picture me rolling. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.